I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today. Always happy to have Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley Jr. MD join us on the program. And today we're going to ask him to elaborate on some topics he discusses in his April 2022 Spartan Community Letter that you can read by clicking on the Communications tab at president.msu.edu. Sir, welcome back. Russ, as I've said, it's always a pleasure to be with you. Well, and it's this must be sort of the one of your happier times. I'm wondering if you feel almost like a proud dad to some 9,000 Spartans that will graduate. And But this is really what it's all about, isn't it? Sending another crop of Spartans out to make the Michigan, the country, and the world a better place, right? Absolutely. Uh, most joyous time of the year. And I think the thing I look forward to the most is our graduation, particularly our spring graduation, just because it's the biggest, obviously. And, and it's a chance to really see the extraordinarily hard work that our faculty and staff do uh, and the hard work our students have put in and see it all come to fruition when students complete their Michigan State journey, or at least one part of their Michigan State journey, because maybe they stay for graduate school or so on. So, But it's just a wonderful time. And the joy that is expressed by the families and friends um, makes it a very, very special ceremony. And of course, the joy of the graduates to have completed this important milestone in their life um, makes it amazing. So yeah, we're going to have more than 9,000. And I'm um, really want to just congratulate the class of 2022 if you're listening to your families. Uh, this is a remarkable achievement. And among our graduates, wow, 179 students who have maintained a perfect 4.0 grade point average and are now board of trustee scholars. And that's a tremendous distinction and one I certainly didn't achieve in college. And so I'm always impressed by those who did. That kind of perfection is, is difficult. Uh, and I think, of course, there's a monetary reward as well that's provided and there will be a reception um, for those individuals and their families that will hold. And so it's going to be a great time. It's wonderful to see so many smart people in a room together. Um, it gives you great hope for the future. It does seem like our students just get better and better. And also, sir, some commencement speakers and honorary degree recipients, Linda Hubbard, Steve Smith, Ronald Goldsberry, and honoring Jennifer and Dan Gilbert and, and Todd Penagore, who were students once and are now those alumni making a difference we just talked about. Absolutely. I think everybody knows Steve Smith. Uh, if you know anything about Michigan State sports, he was an extraordinary basketball player. Probably still is an extraordinary basketball player, uh, but now does broadcasting, but had a great career. But important has also been a great philanthropist at Michigan State University. He's given back so much in memory of his mother, uh, and particularly in terms of tutoring and educational resources for our student athletes. So, so Steve is a great role model. And then Linda uh, Hubbard, uh, also an alum. These are all alums we've been talking about, as you said. Um, COO and president of Carhartt Company, a company, I think, that, again, that many people are familiar with. Um, she is doing some amazing things, has been really actively engaged with her alma mater. We very much appreciate that. Uh, and then Ron Goldsberry, um, who will be doing our doctoral awards. Um, he's a captain in the U.S. Army, uh, as well as being a former executive at Ford Motor Company, and again, brings a unique perspective to the doctoral ceremonies. And of course, Dan and Jennifer Gilbert, of Rocket Companies, uh, known to all Spartans, I'm sure, um, great supporters of the university. And they had received an honorary degree last year, but they couldn't come in person for that. And so they did it remotely. So now we're going to get them in person. Todd Penicor, the CEO of Wendy's, uh, a great company. My son actually worked at Wendy's uh, for a number of months uh, in the summer. Uh, and it was great employment for him for a great company. And again, we're so glad we can bring these people back to MSU uh, where they can impart their wisdom to the next generation of Spartans. 
And as we prepare to say goodbye to most students for the summer, on the other end of the spectrum we talked about, we're already welcoming new ones for the fall. More than 7,000 prospective students and family members joined us this month to visit colleges and attend the green and white football game and a Breslin Center pep rally you attended during admitted student day. And they're from 37 states and 11 countries, so more Spartans on the way. How exciting. Um, these were about 3,000 or so, probably 2,700 ultimately admitted students um, who came to back to campus to visit. Um, as you said, from far away, I met the family from LA, family from Houston. The uh, provost met a family from Mexico. Um, so for all far and wide, and it was a family event. So we've called it Admitted Students Day. Maybe we should call it Admitted Families Day um, instead because people really brought their families and that made it special. And there was such energy and excitement. Uh, I had the opportunity to say to address them in the pep rally at Breslin. I was followed by none other than Coach Tom Izzo, um, who really managed to get the crowd fired up. So it was a great, had a great introduction to MSU and the kind of excitement and fun you can have here. But they had a lot of opportunity to tour the colleges to get a real look at the academics, because that's obviously the real reason they're coming. So we had a chance to emphasize that as well. And last week, we celebrated Earth Day following a month of events, reminding us how MSU has made strong commitments and progress in sustainability through cutting edge research, experiential learning, community engagement, and improved operations. And stewardship and sustainability make up an important theme of MSU's strategic plan. Our strategic plan really, it's one of the pillars, as you said, and we're really committing to climate neutrality by 2050 and have a number of more near-term goals that we're working on. And I think we're, we're, we're making good on those promises and those goals essentially through the strategic plan. This month, our Office of Research and Innovation in association with a number of colleges held MSU's first campus convening on climate change with the goal of identifying new opportunities to leverage MSU's research capabilities in this absolutely vital area. These problems like these, these global challenges really require multidisciplinary approaches. There isn't not any single technical solution that's going to solve climate change. Uh, it, involves, it involves culture, it involves uh, politics, it involves economics, uh, it involves technology, it involves psychology, uh, it, innovation. There's so many different areas that are required to be successful here. And I think bringing together our colleges with their expertise in all these different areas um, is really a way to begin to tackle this. And then we also had a chance to host the Lieutenant Governor, uh, who has been an engineering major uh, in and his undergraduate degree in college, um, been a frequent visitor to Michigan State University, and we're always glad to see him. And he was here to talk about some of the work the state is now funding and supporting uh, in autonomous vehicles and particularly electrified vehicles. So we had a chance to meet with the go Lieutenant Governor as well as with some companies that are doing some innovative things in that sphere. And then the chance to talk about and let's say brag about, if you don't mind, um, Michigan State's prowess in this area and the kind of work we're doing. And probably one of the biggest attractions of that was we brought our students in. So they had a chance to talk about work they're doing. We have students who are in the solar car competition, students who are working with electrified vehicles, and they had the opportunity to talk talk about the work they're doing. And I think, again, pointed out that there's a bright future ahead of us in some of these areas based on the kind of innovation we're seeing from these young, young students. And sir, you've spoke about in some of our past conversations about how faculty and staff are absolutely critical to everything we do at MSU and are our core assets that determine the success of the university. We're saying goodbye to several MSU leaders this season and hello to some others with confirmation of their selection by the MSU Board of Trustees last week. Talk about some of the new leaders coming in and some that are leaving. 
So uh, I'd, I'd love to talk about it. And so first of all, let's start with Kim Tobin, um, who's we become our next, who will become our next vice president for advancement on May 1st. Um, Kim is an extraordinary person in the world of advancement fundraising, uh, if you will, and has an incredible record of success in donor and alumni relations. And if you spend time with Kim, you'll realize very quickly that she is a people person and has the ability to relate to people on so many different levels. Uh, and to really, I couldn't, I think we couldn't find I think will be a better ambassador essentially for Michigan State University. She's going to lead our advancement team in the planning and operation of our next capital campaign. Um, that's a little overdue. We're a little behind on getting that started because of COVID. We've held off a little bit. We've had some great fundraising years in spite of that. And my thanks go to all the Spartans who've contributed. But Kim will come into a good situation thanks to the leadership of Marty Heil, who's had a 45 year of accomplishment um, after three universities. And Marty's done some amazing work. She came back to MSU after retirement in 2018 to help out. She's been a great partner with me for the first four years I've been here. And Pero Dagbovi, um, who serves as Associate Dean in the Graduate School and is a University Distinguished Professor in the Department of History, uh, and also was on my search committee um, for the Presidential Search Committee, um, was confirmed as Associate Provost for Graduate and Postdoctoral Studies and Dean of the Graduate School. So that's an incredibly important position. Graduate students are absolutely vital to our success in research at Michigan State University, and having Pero take on this role, I think, means there'll be a great transition from Thomas Jaisko, who did such a good job uh, when he was in this role, to Pero, and so we're excited about that. And then Aaron Sousa, uh, has been appointed as dean uh, by the board. Erin um, has been interim dean twice at this uh, college. Um, he's incredibly well-respected, and he's done some of the pioneering work in Flint and Grand Rapids that has really helped in the expansion of the College of Human Medicine, and really helped it to expand its scope and scale uh, under his leadership. And he's done great work, I think, in facilitating that, and particularly in getting a more public health perspective from the College of Medicine. So we're really pleased that Erin is taking this on uh, as the uh, appointed Dean. And so Christina Brogdon will be joining us as President of Human Resources and Chief Human Resources Officer. She's going to be starting June 1. This is a critical position in the university. We plan to take on more in this position. Uh, we want to get more, really break down some of the silos between academic affairs uh, and HR on campus. And so Christina is going to have a broad area of responsibility um, to really try to uh, really improve our processes and policies in these areas so that there's fewer delays and things really flow better in our important work of recruiting and retaining the most talented faculty and staff to work at MSU. And you mentioned the great and impactful work of Marty Heil, sir, and David Wisemantle helped guide you through the COVID crisis he's leaving as university physician. So Dave did some amazing work and he served at MSU for great dedication for 23 years and uh, has done some of that work as university physician. And then also some of that work, he's been the executive director of student health and wellness, of which of course is critical in terms of providing support um, for the health and, and wellness of our students. And so he's really laid a great foundation for MSU's long-term uh, work in this area. And we look forward to recruiting a new leader um, who can continue can carry on Dave's work. And of course, Dave really shown during the pandemic. And so he did great work in helping me and others make the critical decisions that were necessary in terms of safety on campus. Uh, he was always data-driven, um, always had facts at his fingertips to help us respond to the queries that would come up and the challenges we faced. And I'll certainly miss him uh, in that role. And our outstanding faculty really drive everything here at MSU. A couple this month, you might want to highlight Martin Hawley and Vashti Sotel. 
So Martin Holly um, is an extraordinary story because he's been at Michigan State University now for 57 years and uh, as a professor. And he was a Spartan even before that, having gotten his bachelor's degree and his doctoral degrees from Michigan State University. So he is a lifer, essentially, at MSU, and it's pretty amazing. Um, it was estimated that he's in chemical engineering, and it's estimated by the, the department that he has educated at least 80% of MSU chemical engineering students over time have had uh, contact with uh, Professor Holly. So it's amazing. And last year, uh, completely appropriately, an alumnus endowed a chair in the college in his honor. So uh, I thanked him at, at a board meeting uh, last week, and I'll thank him uh, now again today um, for his extraordinary service to MSU. And Vashti Sattel, Associate Professor of Physics and Lyman Brig in the Department of Physics, with uh, named uh, 2022 Michigan Distinguished Professor of the Year by the Michigan Association of State Universities, MASU, which represents Michigan's 15 public universities. She's noted for her scholarly focus on inclusivity and in teaching of physics and is a wonderful example of MSU faculty members' engagement in the success of all of our students. Again, tying back in again to the strategic plan and the critical role of student success and great faculty play a critical role in that. And great educational programs, faculty and students deserve great facilities. And last week we celebrated the groundbreaking for the School of Packaging Building Expansion and Service Road Recreation Turf Fields. And maybe most importantly, on uh, May 2nd, years of planning, construction and testing will be capped with the opening of the facility for rare isotope beams on our campus, which will only increase our worldwide influence in nuclear physics. So the School of Packaging, I'll begin with that, is an extraordinary uh, school, and I think one that brings distinction to the university. Top ranked for decades, the only doctoral program in the country. Um, they are widely recognized, particularly within the industry, uh, as being the breeding ground uh, and educational uh, destination um, for the best and brightest in this field. And so they deserve better facilities. And so we're so glad that people have stepped forward. This is done, a lot of this project was done primarily with donated money, both from companies and from individuals um, who really appreciate the contributions that this school makes to the country and the world uh, and want to continue. It ties back into sustainability as well. One of the great issues facing us is how to deal with packaging and can get more carbon neutral packaging available and more efficient and effective packaging. And so, so this is incredibly important. Um, the service road recreation turf fields. That's going to be great for our club and IM sports. When I first came to MSU three years ago, um, I visited our recreation sports centers as one of my first visits because that's something that I'd cared a lot about as a student myself. Uh, and I realized we needed work to do on this. It was an area that clearly needed focus. It's taken a while, but thanks to the contributions of students who are willing to uh, accept a fee uh, to help raise money to support this, we're building these turf fields first. It's phase one. Second phase will be uh, a new recreation and health center, uh, which will probably replace the IM West building that we have currently um, with a state-of-the-art facility that will serve all our students uh, in the best possible way. And then a phase three would involve an aquatic uh, a pool, a pool essentially associated with that. So we're very excited about it. Um, and I think, again, something for everyone to look forward to. And finally, EFRIP. This has been long awaited. Uh, it's a project that came in under budget and on time. Um, you don't get to say those words very often in, in the business. Um, it's an incredible facility that's going to, again, cement the fact that we are the number one nuclear physics program in the country, because this is a place where cutting edge research in nuclear physics will be done, particularly in the, particularly in the issue around rare isotopes, as the name suggests, where we're going to generate new isotopes that haven't been seen in nature before, perhaps as 
many as a thousand or more. And what kind of characteristics these acetopes will have and whether they might be medically valuable, I think we can surmise that that would definitely be happening among some of them. So time will tell what comes out of this, but it's a great set of experiments that are going to be done. And including not just generating these isotopes, but actually looking at some of the uh, origins of the universe in terms of how stars are, are formed and developed, what can be looked at through the lens of the facility for rare isotope beams. And finally, sir, at MSU, we celebrate Pride Month in April rather than June, just because there are more students here. And we celebrated National Arab American Heritage Month in April as well, and Sexual Assault Awareness Month in April. And we are in the final stages of collecting responses to the No More Campus survey, which I think, again, you'd like to encourage those who haven't uh, participated yet to do so. So absolutely. I, I, I'll close on that. Uh, I think it's very important that we get engaged with this. The No More Serbia previously um, gave us a, a one set of points in time uh, of our performance in the critical area, cl critical area around relationship violence and sexual misconduct. Um, we now need to look at where we've come from that time. Have we improved? Have we done better? Are there still deficiencies we need to do? How are people experiencing life at Michigan State University? Do they feel safe? If something happens, do they know where to go for help? And is that help adequate when they get it? All these are questions that it can be answered by this survey. So I encourage everyone to fill it out. If you haven't already, I have certainly done it already. And I encourage everyone to fill it out because that information really helps guide our policies and our procedures going forward and helps us decide where we've put resources to continue to try and do a better job and to try and be an exemplar in this area. And if anyone wants to search for that survey, it did come in your email inbox on March 16th. So if you want to go back and check, we'd love your uh, your thoughts on that. And, and sir, just any closing uh, thoughts or comments for Spartan Nation this month? No, just again, um, it's wonderful to come to the end of this semester. Um, it's really been great to be in person again. Uh, and we're very excited about the summer session and, of course, fall coming up. So, But right now, let's finish spring strong. Well, that's Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., MD. And you can read this April Spartan Community Letter by clicking on the Communications tab at president.msu.edu. And you can keep up with the president, too, on Instagram. The handle is msupresstanley. Thanks for joining us again, sir. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.